Welcome to Stork Storytime Talks with the North Liberty Library. Are you expecting or growing your family? If so, this podcast is for you. Delivering literacy, one topic at a time. This episode is sponsored by Mercy, Iowa City. We invite you to like and subscribe to our Talks podcast wherever you listen. I'm Kelly, and welcome to the Stork Storytime Talks podcast. Today, we are chatting with Morgan Selnow, Aaron Litton, and Madison Gay. Morgan is a fourth-year student at the University of Iowa studying health promotion, and Aaron is the internship director and lecturer for the university's health and human physiology department. They're here today to tell us about the Ride Your Waves program, which is designed to enhance your resilience by improving mood, fitness, nutrition, and self-care habits. Welcome to our show. Hello. Thank you for having us. Great. Let's start with some more formal introductions. Erin, if you want to begin. Absolutely. So my name is Erin Litton, and I oversee the Community Health Practicum, which is where this content comes from. I am a lecturer and oversee experiential learning and health and human physiology and a lifetime resident of Iowa City. And so super excited to bring students into the community and give the community access to some health education and content. Fantastic. Great to have you on, Erin. Morgan, how about you? Hello, my name is Morgan Sama. Like you said, I am a fourth year student here at the University of Iowa. So I've been in Iowa City for about four years now, and I grew up in Cedar Rapids. I've been really passionate about health promotion throughout you know, my entire college career. So it's really exciting to finally be graduating and go into a career of health promotion. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Madison. Hi, I'm Madison. I'm a fourth year as well. I'm from Chicago, but I've obviously been in Iowa City for the past couple of years because I've had family go here as well. So I've been in and out of the area. But similar to Morgan, I'm actually a health studies major, but we both took this class last semester in interacting with the community and implementing the program we did last semester really sparked an interest in me. And I was super excited to come back this year and help the students and have a further outreach this semester with our program. Fantastic. And Madison, I am also a Chicago nice. here. So I'm from the <laughs> south side of Chicago. So nice. yes, I've lived in Iowa City all about ooh, 21 years now. Great to see a fellow Chicagoan yeah. in Iowa City. Awesome. So I'll just open this up as we go with questions. Just open it up to whomever wants to pipe in. Tell us a bit more about the Ride Your Waves program. Morgan, I'm going to let you jump into that first. Perfect. So Ride Your Waves was created by the students. So we actually take a needs assessment at the beginning of the semester and we see what the community needs. And what we saw was we needed resilience. COVID has been really impactful on the community. And so we just wanted to create a program that helps the community increase their resilience and increase their strength to keep going. Was this project birthed because of COVID or was it kind of in existence before? We have just created Ride Your Waves. We took a needs assessment and COVID has been super prevalent. So we just kind of go with the flow, you know, ride the waves. And (laughs) yeah, we just bounced ideas off of each other. So this is a pretty new uh, program that we got going. Maddie, do you want to talk about last semester? 
Yeah, so last semester we did something similar and we did get your head in the game, which was about mental well-being, similar to COVID in the sense that it was just like the beginning of a new school year in it. And so kind of going off what Morgan says, we do a different program every semester. So it's not always the same thing, but because the needs assessment is pretty much similar because COVID is still as prevalent as it was then, we did something similar with the mental well-being and focusing on physical activity and different aspects of what can improve your mental well-being. So tell me a bit about some of the outreach you've done so far with Ride Your Waves. Are you using the same outreach techniques that you used with the program from last semester? Or are you doing something new and innovative in light of the COVID pandemic? The community health practicum is really an evolution. This is the second semester we've had the opportunity to run this course. And so each semester, the goal is to learn a little bit more and do it a little bit better than the semester before. Madison and Morgan were part of our first go at community health and community interventions. And so as our version two has evolved with Ride Your Waves, Morgan and Maddie have stayed on to help us reach more people in our community, hence how we got connected here, because we're recognizing that the more people we can put into the community to say, hey, let us help you, let us share these programmings or health education opportunities, the more people we can impact. So hopefully each semester we get more sophisticated or more evolved in how our messaging is getting out and how we're getting connected to people. But this is just version two and hopefully many versions to come to really continue to implement programming and support our community and their well-being. And just to give our audience some background to that end, Morgan reached out to us here at North Liberty Library to tell us about the program. And she and I started talking and I thought having you on Stork Storytime podcast to talk directly to our patrons, to our thousands of listeners who tune in every month, I thought that would be the perfect platform to further spread the message about Ride Your Waves. So very good. You know, next month, the library is going to be holding an event. It's going to be on Thursday, April 15th, and it's called Lighthouse in the Library. It is the first of what we're hoping will be a series of community-wide conversations that we're having. And coincidentally, the first conversation that we're having in April will be about food and wellness equity. Now, in relation to Ride Your Waves, how much does the health accessibility impact factor into how you created the program? Because this program is going to be open to the public, giving them more accessibility. Did you think about health and wellness equity when you were designing Ride Your Waves? Yeah, it's a conversation that certainly we brainstorm through the needs assessment first. We're able to connect with some of the stakeholders in the Iowa City community to help us get some ideas of what does our community need. And as we have these conversations, then our class has about 12 students in it. And so as we're identifying, creating weekly or behavioral health challenges, the conversation really does form into this, how is this accessible to people? What does this mean when we ask these questions or challenge people to take on these health behaviors? Is this something that everybody can do or do a version of? And so when we think about accessibility, that is something that's definitely a conversation. Now, as we think about building this this is an opportunity into our community. That is the ongoing conversation. How can we make sure that anybody who wants access to health education and health programming can? This is a free program. We will continue to be a free program. This is something that we feel strongly as a department that can only 
better our community. I look at our community as an asset to our students and building their understanding of community health and community involvement. And I look at our students as an asset to our community to give them these opportunities. And so together, I'm hoping we further support the community in their understanding and their opportunities and well-being and also redefining well-being. I think for so long, well-being has been defined as how we exercise and how we eat, right? But there are so many elements to well-being that when we think about all the ways that we can practice health, we actually do better for ourselves. The Ride Your Waves program has done a really nice job of giving a daily theme that's unique to each day. So we have self-care Sunday where we focus on habits that really support your own personal space and how you can improve. We have Movement Monday, which highlights the value of movement in many different ways. It can be through walking. It can be through just moving your body outdoors or stretching. We have Thriving Tuesday, which really focuses on positive emotions and taking a moment to write down or recognize the good things that are around you. Wellness Wednesday challenges you to think about your well-being as a whole, whether that through a vision board or even taking a break from social media and just creating some space. Thoughtful Thursday challenges us to, again, explore some of the emotions that we might have and express more gratitude or positive emotions. Food Friday, speaking to kind of the food conversation you'll be having on April 15th, you know, we challenge people to connect to their own behaviors of food. So whether that's through hunger cues or improved nutrition with high antioxidants or cooking with new ingredients, but exploring food in a different way. And then finally, Social Saturday is an opportunity to really enhance connection. We know connection is so important to our own well-being. We probably all know that more than now than ever after the last year that we've had in limiting connections. And so social connectedness is really important, whether we do it virtually or in person, but challenging people to embrace that. We know that through all of these things, mental, physical, connect, social, well-being, that all of these enhance our ability to respond to challenges. And Riding Your Waves is just that. The program is focused on a surfing challenge and resilience. John Kabat-Zen, who is one of kind of the leading researchers in Resilience. I've read his books on meditation. Yeah. Yep. And one of his famous quotes is, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. And that, as we were brainstorming as the class, that was really foundational in where Ride Your Waves came from, right? How can we help people know that across our community, that waves keep happening, right? Things are still really hard right now, but how can we give them some skills in responding to those waves? probably a long answer. <laughs> no, that is great. I love that you broke down days because this is, if I'm remembering this correctly from my notes, this is a four-week program. You'll be doing these daily themes throughout those four weeks. Now, you named the categories. Can you give our audience a sneak peek into some of the activities that will be asked of them during those weeks? I certainly can. Morgan or Maddie, do you have it up? Otherwise, I can certainly go through it. I do have it up here. Looking through a couple of them, write a to-do list. I know right now that really helps me. I sort everything out. A lot of things can get scattered. So writing a to-do list can really help you organize for self-care Sunday. Another thing is say five positive self-affirmations. You just got to be nice to yourself and it'll take five minutes to say a couple of nice things about yourself. Having a game night. Even having cards with your friends over Zoom or a bingo night. A few months ago, my mom got together with her friends on Zoom and they just played bingo. Everybody can get involved in this. And I think that's a really important thing of this program. 
especially as a mom, I love the idea of board games. My husband and I are always trying to get our two kids, we've got school-aged children, off of their devices and to do board games. So we broke out the Twister one thing <laughs> while they were off for spring break. Uh, so encouraging board games is old school, but it is such a great way to involve, especially that family or that group element. Now, that brings me to my question about your ideal participant for Ride the Waves. Do you imagine families, moms and dads, even kiddos getting involved with this program? I actually think we don't have an ideal participant. I think anybody that's willing and able, resiliency is something that you'll always need, whether it's as a student, a parent, an employee. But I know Aaron talks a lot about, and we always have in class, that doing a little bit, even if you've done nothing, is always important. So maybe the ideal person would be someone that has never really heard of resilience and never really tried to practice it, just so we can give them something if they have nothing. But I don't think we're the type of program that has a single target audience. We're open to anybody and everybody, because the things that we try and promote in our programs are things that everybody needs, whether you feel like you're a very resilient person, you can never have too much. We got to share this with the Iowa City School District that it's going out to the teachers in our community. And so I've had teachers that have emailed me and said, I'm going to do this with my students. So Maddie said it perfectly that anybody who wants to improve their resilience or even just practices a little bit can benefit, but is certainly a target for us to help. We want to help anybody we can. I love it. Yes, absolutely. Well, as a librarian, as a woman who is active, and also as a parent, I have to say that I really, really love this idea. Now, how can our audience get involved in this event? So the easiest way to navigate to our program is either one, find us on social media. If you want to go to LinkedIn, that's um, HHP at UIowa. Our website is probably the best place, and our website address is C-H-T-C period sites, S-I-T-E-S period U-I-O-A period E-D-U. On there, you can navigate to the community wellness practicum. And there'll be a link. I'll put a link on our main page so that you can find this too. But C-H-T-C dot sites dot U-I-O-A edu. And the CHTC stands for the Community Health Teaching Center. And so this is an initiative through Health and Human Physiology that we provide community services or wellness services to our community in a lot of different ways. And so this is just one branch of the work that we do through that Community Health Teaching Center. We will definitely put all of those links so that our audience can click into any of the platforms that we feature the podcast on. So they should be in the show notes. Now, again, I want to thank Morgan, Maddie, and Aaron. Thank you so much for telling our audience all about Ride Your Waves. Are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? Through the rest of the semester, if you're available Wednesdays from 1230 to 1245, we offer some health education presentations that are also free to listen to. We just finished one on vitality and exercise. We do have another one on resilience coming up, along with multiple other topics that you can find on our website as well. So just another opportunity to get engaged with health education to the community. And then in the future, we'll continue to offer these programs. You'll look for us again in the fall. There'll be another health education platform to participate in. Well, again, 
thank you all three of you for coming in and telling us all about Ride Your Waves. This is the Stork Storytime Talks podcast from the North Liberty Library. And again, we talked with Morgan, Aaron, and Maddie about Ride Your Waves, which again is a four-week wellness program for the community. We also ask our listeners to mark your calendars for Thursday, April 15th at 6 p.m. for Lighthouse in the Library. Registration is free. It is limited, but it is free and you do get a free swag bag here from the library for that event. And you can visit NorthLibertyLibrary.org to register for this free program. And you can learn more about Ride Your Waves in the show notes for this podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. And thanks again to our sponsor, Mercy Iowa City.